This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. So go sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. And we're also brought to you by PixWise. PixWise is the number one app for free sporting picks, props, and parlays. Download the free PixWise app now to make your next bet better. We're also brought to you by OddsCrowd. Are you the best football better in the U.S.? OddsCrowd challenges you to prove it with their free-to-play fantasy betting contest. OddsCrowd gives away hundreds of dollars every week in contests, including the $100 SGPN exclusive free roll contest. And, of course, don't forget to go download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. All right, DJs, welcome back. Ryder Cup betting show, baby. It's your boy, Boston Capper, with the god of golf from Stell, Steve Shermer. Steve, it's here, baby. It's fucking here. I'm ready. It, it finally is here. It's been a long week, though. It's been a oh, long goodness. wait to get to Friday. But, uh, yeah, we are t- less than two days away. I think about 36 hours from uh, tee off at 7 a.m. Wisconsin time, 8 a.m. Eastern time. So, yeah, I'm pumped. I'm ready to go, and I got a lot of bets down. <laughs> I got a little narrative of how I think the Ryder Cup's going to go. I know you, with your apple pie, hot dog eating ways, right, 4th right, of July, TGI Fridays, McDonald's, America propaganda show coming from you. <laughs> I already know baby. what you're going to say tonight, but I, I'm going to try to take a little more level-headed view and, yeah, break this if, all down. Listen, if it's anything I'm known for, it's my level-headed takes, so I don't know what you're talking about. It's <laughs> <laughs> level-headed as long as it's, uh, you know. The laundry wins. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, there's no there's no compromising with you. No, absolutely not. This is an uncompromised. Like, I mean, this is you can't root against the U.S. It's it's fucking absurd. Like, oh, if you if you're from Ireland, you can. That's what I'm, I'm not talking about them. All right. I'm talking about us. Right. If you are an American golf fan, you cannot root against the U.S. It's ridiculous. It is. It's the dumbest. It'd be like me rooting for the fucking Yankees. Like, why would I do that? I would well, never do that. Ever. I, I, I've heard Americans. uh Go against their heart and, uh, you know, pick with their brain, I guess. We'll see if that's right. We'll break that down at the end of the show. But we got a lot of props to get through first. Yeah. We got a lot of pre-Ryder Cup stuff first. So, I mean, I'm not on social media. I've seen a couple things on Golf Channel and just, uh, you know, some articles about, you know, potential pairings, everything like that. But as uh, my social media liaison, my uh, co-host here. Yes. uh, So what's been the buzz on Twitter as far as, like, anything from the golf course, like, any sort of like what where is kind of like the general lean of like the golf gambling community as far as how this thing's going to go? Is it kind of slant towards Europe? Is it a little bit of USA? I guess what's the vibe going on from like, you know, pairings or just so how pair, people see this thing? The pairings are all over the place. Like I can't keep it straight. Like everybody's got their own. It's like an asshole, right? Everybody's got one. Like everybody thinks the pairings are going to be whatever. So at this point, it's just like. It's too much information and nobody knows shit. Um, I did find it interesting that something must have leaked uh, because on uh, a sports book uh, that we both used to use, they took off opening tee shot for Europe and America. Really? 
Yeah, so something leaked somewhere, and I actually was looking for it. You know, I listen. I you know, I just got home like forty minutes ago, a long fucking day at work, and I was trying to find. I, I saw it like fifteen minutes before the show, and I was scrolling trying to find if I could, I could see if anything leaked, but I couldn't find anything. But yeah, like here's here's a possible explanation for that. So everyone is is, is saying that foursomes is first off on Friday. Is that confirmed? Because I haven't seen anything official on that. I haven't seen anything because of it because of it's four ball. Then yeah, you bet. Yes, yeah, someone's going to hit the. You know, like either one of the two guys is going to hit the fairway in one. So yeah, maybe that's the reason. Maybe. I don't know. Like I saw Kenny Kim posted something uh, earlier this morning. Um, when he was like, what the fuck is Stricker doing? Why is he, why is he, why do we, why do we choose that to go first if he chose? Um, and I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, I don't, I don't really understand it either. If that's, if that's clearly our weak spot, I know we get our, you know, dicks kicked in by the Europe's your, uh, Europeans on that all the time, but I feel like this year's different. Well, I have, I have a feeling on that when we talk about later, because there's a couple of props about foursomes and four balls I want to talk about. So okay. we'll get to that at the betting show. So I, as far as what I've heard, um, so I know that the Europeans today, they sent out as a group, they had Rom, Sergio, yep. Lowry and Hatton in one group. You had Fleetwood, yep. uh, Bern Wiesberger, Hovland and Fitzpatrick, I think. Yeah. I and then so. you had Westwood, Rory, um, uh crap. I'm oh, shit. I just lost it. I just found okay, it. Yeah. I just found it, but I lost it again. And That's then the other uh, Poulter and yeah. then uh the other two. So there's some speculation that maybe Rom and Sergio might be a pair at some point. There's been chatter that maybe Sergio and Rory might be a pair at some point. Um maybe Hovland and Westwood. Uh yeah, I mean that that I saw it. That's kind of in line with what I thought things would be heading in. And yeah. I've kind of placed some bets like that, too. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's kind of important, like we talked about on Monday, that, yeah, you can try and wait till Thursday and see what the pairings are. But by then, either a book's going to take everything off or all yep. the lines are going to move. So you kind of got to guess early as far as who's going to play four or five matches and who's going to pair with who. And then just hope you're uh, you're lucky. Yeah, I mean, that's really what it comes down to. So, like, as far as, like, the course setup, like, it seems like um, that rough is nothing. I mean, it's like, it's like, it's almost fairway, right? So, completely non-penal at all. Um, and the only other podcast I listened to was um, uh, Lack, and he had Bamford on. And uh, and they were talking about how some of these par fours are now, like, legit drivable. Yeah. Um, but then today, you see it, like, so, like, one of the reports was... Uh, <clears throat> like a 450 yard path for Rory hit driver five wood with, yeah. with, how windy, said, with how windy it was. And that, that terrifies me a little bit. That's yeah. I mean, I mean, some of them can be drivable. The problem is if you miss off the green, the wrong spot, you're not making birdie. Like I'm one, like I, I saw an article, I think on golf digest that, um, you know, Bryce and Rory have a big edge cause they can drive the green. Well, the problem is if you miss left on that green, you know, you're not getting birdie. And if you kind of lay up, uh, lay back a little bit off the fairway, you have like a hundred yard wedge in. You can stuff that close into a soft green. Like that's yeah. pretty reasonable. You're making birdie there too. So, yeah. yeah, some of these can be drivable, but I would be kind of careful with which ones yeah. they do because there are pretty. There's still layup holes, even if you lay back a little bit, where you still get birdie. So yeah, yeah I mean that's fine. Yeah. And then the normal, the now, uh, you know, Brooks and Bryson are doing the dog and pony show, right? Yeah. They had dinner together. They had a chat uh, at the driving range and like 
listen, I think they're handling it well. I do. Uh, Bryson, like, whatever, man. Like, I feel like he really wants – like, this is where he can turn perceps around. it. Even with a guy like me who fucking hates his guts right now at this moment. Not this week, but every other week, right? Like, I can't stand the guy. Like, this video's of him giving out gloves and being real good with the, you know, with the fans and even being good with Brooks. Like, Brooksy walked away from him after they chatted. He turned around to the crowd and, like, raised his arms and the crowd went nuts, you know? Like, they seem real loose, man, like – Europe seems real loose. Like the hype videos for the U.S. got me fucking fired up, dude. So fired up. Like, like I don't know. I, I, I already knew you were asleep with it every time I texted you last night, and I was like, I'm fucking ready. Like, I just the fact I have to wait till Friday is so annoying. Like, it's so fucking annoying. So I had I was uh, humming uh, in the bathroom this morning the uh, Ryder Cup theme song. And nice chills down my spine. <laughs> nice. I'm ready too. Nice, nice. But without all the hype videos, I just have it playing in my head. That's a really good theme song, by the way. It is. Theme, oh. Right? I need oh to God. send you. I haven't listened to it yet, but that uh, wicked funny dude with the uh, piano that I sent you, uh, that I told you to go down that wormhole. He did a he did a Ryder Cup thing. I haven't had time to listen to it yet. I just saw it as I was walking in the office. But uh, um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, Sands like me and a couple other people. Like, I feel like everybody's all over Europe, man. Yeah, I'm kind of getting that perception too. Yeah, and you know what they say, man? Public dogs have fleas. Yeah. We'll see about that. We'll talk about them at the end of the show. Yeah, but I, I mean, I mean, it does seem like I don't uh, like, like, just from like just scrolling through Twitter, like it definitely seems like everybody's leading that way. Uh, yeah, the vibe well, I'm getting is line value, yeah. and people have PTSD from 2018. Yeah, and I'm even seeing guys who I know aren't golf betters, like uh, like Dan Lifshatz from uh, like a local sports station, and he does he does gambling. Actually, he's actually. He's been on the network before. Um, like he put out a golf bet. I've never seen that dude put out a golf bet. And he was on Team Europe, and I was like, "Let's fucking go, let's go!" Like, like if we're bleeding over that way, and that's it. I mean, these guys are looking at just they're looking at the line value. You know what I mean? Like, and there is value in it. Like, I'm not a fucking idiot. It's it's heavy fucking juice to lay. I laid it because you know why? Because we're gonna fucking win, baby. That's why. I don't well, give a shit. Spoiler alert! The show. Juice only counts if you lose. That's that it. Is. All right. Well, we take a quick break and then we'll start talking about some uh, nitty gritty stuff with uh, yeah. the Ryder Cup. Yeah, absolutely. So let me talk to you guys about WinBet. Are you guys ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of the win Las Vegas to the online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from the NFL, golf, NBA, MLB, NHL, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. Great promos and odds and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Are you ready to play? Go sign up today and receive a special offer, a risk-free $1,000 sports bet. So lucky it, <laughs> with these people with, with legalized gambling. Download Bet Win. Download the WinBet app or Visit winnbet.com to start winning. All right. Why don't we talk about the weather? Because that it seems like it's the uh, big story. So we actually had a guy on the ground yesterday and today. Um, it's been cold and rainy. Yeah. And well, not rainy, but cold and windy. Drizzly. Just like just Drizzly. typical like Irish weather. Yeah. yeah, that would favor the you know the the European team probably, but. As far as Friday through Sunday, which is all that counts, it's going to warm up a little bit on Friday. It's going to be low 70s. It's going to be cold in the morning, but it's always cold in the morning for the Ryder Cup. Um, most importantly, though, the wind does not look like it's going to be a big factor most of the weekend. It's going to be about 10 to 15 miles per hour out of the southwest, I think, on Friday, about 10 to 15 on um, 
from the northwest on Saturday. So the winds are actually going to shift day to day. And then Sunday, I think winds are coming directly out of the west at about like 8 to 15. So that's not really concerning wind. I think like big wind on like it's type of golf course like that is like 25 to 30. Like something like that is it plays slow. There's big greens. Mm. You know, it, it's designed to play, you know, still be playable in moderate winds. This is not a very significant wind. I don't think it's going to be a factor much at all. And I think that plays into the hands of the United States. I think Europe really needed this thing to be pretty windy, pretty, you know, have it be pretty bad weather. The fact that it seems like other than the temperatures being a little cold, Seems like it's going to be a pretty good weekend for golf, and they got pretty lucky with this event. So, uh, advantage U.S. as far as the weather report. So, yeah, I mean, so I, that, like, I don't want to celebrate it yet. You know how the fucking weather is. I mean, it could change. It could change by the time we're done with this podcast. It it, it can, but I mean, we are two days out. I think it's pretty finalized. At oh, this shush, point. man! No, what are you doing? Don't do that. Knock on wood. Fine. Well, so at least so you're worried. So you're still worried about that. I'm not as worried about the weather. So what else are yeah, so you are in the bag for the U.S.? Yeah, yeah, matter. but I, it doesn't matter. Listen, I'm still not a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? Like, I, okay. I, listen, there's plenty of paths that Europe can. can okay, well, well, what are you worried about then? As you sit here tonight with all your bets made, what are you worried about? Honestly, like I'm worried about I'm worried about Morikawa and Brooks's health. Like I really am. I'm I'm legit worried about that, and I'm worried about Stricker fucking up the pairings. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, I, 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 mean, I mean that's that's really what I'm worried about. Like I think it's the US is to lose and if we lose it it's because we shot ourselves in the foot. It's not because Europe is gonna come up and snatch it. Like I'm legitimately I told you last last night or whenever the fuck we did the, the other one. The uh I'm I'm afraid of three and a half players. More four players total. You know what I mean? But like on okay. the European team. Like that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about the health and Stricker putting it together. There's lots of buzz that they might put Brooks and Bryson together. Oh my God. Oh my God. Listen, I don't give a fuck from the entertainment aspect of that. And if they went out and dominated, bro, how, how awesome would that be? I mean, just based on comments Brooks has made about ideal playing partners, I don't think Bryson's the good one. He, he needs like a high energy guy and Bryson's just like an annoying energy guy. Yeah. So I I don't know if I like that, but as far as what I'm afraid of, I guess I'm afraid that the inexperience of the U.S. isn't a good thing. We talked about this on Monday where we think maybe that's a good, you know, they don't have a scar tissue. They're coming fresh. Maybe that ends up not really mattering all that much. I'm a little worried that we might not have, as far as like fan atmosphere, not as big of an edge as we had in Halo team. Cause the Halo team, everybody was right on top of everybody from what I've seen of where the fans are. They're really set back pretty far away from the green and T boxes. It might kind of oh. take a little, yeah, it might take kind of the edge a little bit off, like some of the, and the heat a little bit off the Europeans. You know how loud drunken Americans are, bro. It's, it's like it's six feet back. Like that's not going to make a difference. It's, it's more than that. They're 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 set pretty far back on the sand, dude. Maybe for the practice rounds. No, it's going to be for real. Like they've roped off everything else. Really? So I'm I'm worried that we're going to have another rules controversy with the bunkering because they have decided once again that everything is a bunker. So if you ground your club, good, you're gonna lose you're gonna lose the hole. Yeah, but that might not in the U.S. or something. I'm not. I, I don't want that to be a factor. I think they should. They should have did what they did with Kiowa, where everything's a waste area. Except yeah, it was like true. a green set bunker. Right, right, right. Yeah. I, I mean, these things are gonna be trampled. You're not gonna know. You're gonna have a rules official come over and probably 
you know, say it's not a bunker, but really it's a bunker. I don't want that even being a fact. Yeah, but if the rules official tells you that, then you're in the clear. Yeah, but it doesn't it doesn't matter. We've seen rules officials get it wrong in the course. They still penalize the guy at the end of the day because it's it's the authority of the PGA of America who has to levy it, not the rules official. Uh, I'm worried that Poulter is just going to go bug eyed and nuts. Me too. Me too, man. Uh, (laughs) I'm worried that I've been crapping on Lee Westwood. Be after he's he's my boy, and I've been crapping on him. He's just gonna turn back the clock. Yeah, was, listen, and I'm worried about as I go through my bets. There is a clear narrative of how I think this Ryder Cup is gonna go, and if I'm wrong, I am going to lose in a big way. So yeah, yeah I mean that's that's kind of how I structure every this week. thing. Well, no, it's not every week because there's always different options with stuff, yeah. matchups or like positional yeah. problems. This is like a clear structure of how many go- matches I think guys are going to go with, yeah. who's they're going to get paired with, and just generally what's going to happen day by day. And if a couple, it's a house of cards, and if a couple of cards come out of that, it's going to come crashing down for me. So we'll, we will see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I. I think all those things are fine to be worried about. I think Poulter especially. Like that's a, so like I told you, man, it's the old Wiley guys who fucking like like what else does Poulter really like do you think Poulter gets up for the whatever fucking garbage like rocket mortgage? You know what I mean? Like he's not getting up for that, like he's getting up for the Ryder Cup. Like right. and that and that dude's a killer and he's competitive and that's his thing. You know what I mean? Like that's his identity. Everybody knew he was getting picked from a captain's pick. Him and Sergio scare me a little bit. Um, as I'm become, as becoming I'm a, as a becoming an old guy, like I start respecting the old guys a little more. You know what I mean? So yeah, I think uh, I think I'm probably I think I'm on board with your fears as well. Uh, hopefully, I can join you with the weather. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna not freak out about the weather until probably tomorrow night at like fucking ten o'clock. Okay. As, I'm, as I'm staring at the wind finder until I go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, why don't we take another break and then let's yep. get to the fix. All right. Sounds good. Well, listen, uh, PropSwap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go check out the new PropSwap.com, which is packed with fresh features like filtering tickets based on value to find the best odds available. Browse the activity feed to stay in the know, a loyalty rewards program that turns sales into extra cash and much more. So use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will match it up to 500 bucks. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. With PropSwap, your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. It just needs to improve. And when you're making your bets, always make sure to go for two. Make two tickets on the same team or player so you can sell one for a profit and keep one to leave yourself some skin in the game. Thousands of buyers across the country are shopping for tickets every day on PropSwap. So go get started today by downloading the PropSwap app or go to PropSwap.com. Uh, prop swap is where America buys and sells sports bets. Also, listen, if you're starting to lose your hair, you, you know, you guys feel like uh, the hairlines are seeding a little bit, uh, jump on it before it's too late, man. Keeps offers a simple and stress-free way to keep your hair. Convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't even have to leave the house. Low-cost treatment started just 10 bucks a month and Keeps offers generic versions as well. Discreet packaging and proven results. Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. Listen, prevention is the key, so treatments can take up to four to six months to see results, so you got to act fast. Uh, if you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to Keeps.com slash SGP to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's Keeps.com slash SGP to get your first month free. Keeps.com, promo code or slash SGP. All right. 
Why don't we start with the bets? Why don't we start with play, player props? Right. So stuff like over under on points, top <laughs> yeah. rookies, top USA points, stuff like that. So okay. why why don't you kick it off as far as how about some over unders you got? Uh, uh, what are so, you feeling? So we we talked about this offline, right? Fucking like the best we want to make is so juiced, right? And a lot of these bets are already so juiced up anyway. I feel like you got to pick your battles. Like I'm not trying to put my entire bankroll out uh, this weekend. <laughs> um, so I got three. I got. I got Bryson over two and a half points plus 150. Okay. Plus 150. He's playing at least three. He could play four. I would, he's, I would probably say, okay. So for Bryson to play four. Yep. I still don't think they're going to trot him out for alternate shot in the morning because, and I was thinking about this last night. The problem is I, the first stretch of holes you get kind of off kilter because because you want him to tee off on one, right? I don't really care. Okay. I mean, well, I would like him to. Okay, I feel well, like right, the so, crowd so, fired so, up. All right. So here's the let's let's go with the situation. Bryson doesn't tee off on one. His playing partner does. Then he has the wedge into the green. Yeah. So Bryson's definitely driving okay. off one. Then. So he tees off on one. Gets a maybe gets a close. Whatever. He doesn't have the tee shot on two then, which is the par five. You want him having the tee shot on parts on par five. Why? Why he can hit? He can just fucking three with a ton too. I don't know. As long I mean, as it's not as long as it's not a. I mean, if, if you're pairing with a with a guy, I mean, you're gonna have to have him with a guy with length then. So then number three, he's got like a nine iron into number uh, the par three. Then uh, he probably is hitting the approach shot in number four. He might have the tee shot in number five. Okay. Right. There might be, but then he doesn't have the tee shot in six. That's the one you really want him to have. Yeah. There are problems with using him in alternate shot based on those first six holes. That's why I think you want, you pl- just play him first with four ball, let him play his own ball. If he proves that he's got it, then he can always go on Saturday mornings and put him in alternate shot. Okay. Listen, so either way, he's playing three, right? Okay. Give me plus money with Bryce. He's like, I, he's definitely winning his singles in my brain. He's definitely winning at least one of the, one of the matchups. So that means, Things have to break right in one, and if he happens to get lucky and Stricker p- puts him out there and he plays four, fuck yeah, plus money. I, I mean, look, man, we know the odds, man. It's it's hard to find some of these that I that I like at plus money, right? So give me the plus money. Okay. Uh, and this one is to me is the fucking no brainer, the no brainers. I think we're we're on both of these together. The uh, Finau over one and a half, over one yeah. and a half. He's yeah. playing at least three fucking times. He he did great at the Presidents Cup. Like whatever, dude. Like come on, let's go. Um, and then Westwood under one and a half. This is this one makes me nervous too because the juice, the juice is heavier than what I laid on the U.S. to win. <laughs> so so yeah. it's I think it's I got a minus one ninety. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I got a minus I think one eighty. But no, I mean those are my two. I yeah. I didn't go with you on Bryson. I I went with some heavily juice, but I feel really good about Afina going over one and a half. Yeah. I mean I I think he's gonna play four. Oh, me too. I, yeah. I'm I'm in love with Finau this week. Yeah, I, I think he's going to play really. I I think it might be a little bit of concern the fact he's going to be paired with Brooks, maybe. Yeah. But maybe they break up that team if they don't, it doesn't go so hot. But even so, I think Finau's going to play really well this week. I think he's going to win a singles match. Then that means he only has to win, you know, get like a point over the next three. 
that's definitely doable. He played well there in 2015 at the PGA. Yep. He's in good form. He's yep. good off the box. He's hit his irons good. He's finally figured out the putting. I, I like him a lot. And then I, I would be really surprised if Westwood plays more than two matches. He's 48 years old. Yeah. All right. So that means, and I and I played a similar strategy with Torboard Olsen. I knew that they were going to trot him out more than twice. And that was heavy juice. I laid the under, and he ended up losing. His first matchup, I think, on Thursday, they sat him till Sunday, and that cashed already. Yeah, I was guaranteed. Nice. Uh, Beauty. Yeah, and then he ended up beating Spieth five and four on Sunday. <laughs> Go figure. Fuck. So yeah, I, 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 even though it's big, that's why. Yeah, even though it's big juice, I went with Westwood under one and a half. So, cool. all right, all right. How about uh, how about like national? Like, how about anything U.S. related as far as like top scores? Okay, what so for you for U.S. top scores, I got two. I got Finau a twelve to one. And Bryson at nine to one. Okay, right, I'll, so I'll just, play. I'm playing the angle that I think he's going to get four. Okay, so is that top U.S. score or top like overall for the top U.S. Players? score? Okay, top U.S. All score. right, man, you really are in the bag for Bryson. Yeah, Bryson, Bryson and Fina, man. Like, I mean, that's I'm pigeonholing myself, but whatever. Okay. All right, all right. What are U.S. ones you got? So, so oh, okay. So for top rookie U.S., I got Berger at six to one. I feel like that dude's sneaky. He's going to be. I don't, he's, I don't think he's going to play all that much. Dude, I I think he's gonna get stuck with alternate shot. He's only gonna play three times. All right. Yeah. So so then you're con- you're contending with Xander and Cantlay. He's gonna probably gonna play at least four. If Morikawa is right, he's gonna play at least four. Yeah. I, I, don't, that's know about that. I, I don't know about that one. Yeah, Unless fine. Burger gets really hot, maybe. I'm telling you, man. For, for I don't know. I don't know. I, you know what probably happened? I probably watched some stupid hype video and I got excited about it. That's what happens to me. <laughs> you so. saw Dana Burger hit like a low fade that went about oh. six feet off the air. Oh, dude, that's exactly what I watched earlier. Oh, today, there you go. This <laughs> is literally. I watched him. I watched him do exactly that today. Um, yeah, I don't even <laughs> need to be on social media. I already know what crap you're watching on there. <laughs> exactly. And then, uh, uh, so the wild card, uh, top U.S. wild card, I got Finau at six to one. Okay. All right. So you're heavy on Fina, heavy on Bryson. All right. So for top U.S. point score, you're concerned about him. I went more Cowan nine to one. So hear me out. Okay. Okay. So he did come out today and say that he's feeling better with the back and that he has figured things out after three weeks with the ball striking. He's fixed that. So that's back. There's a lot of things to like about him at Whistling Straits. You know, mm-hmm. what he lacks in distance, he makes up in accuracy. He's the best iron player. And we did see him lead the tournament at the Open Championship on slow fescue greens. Well, these are going to be slow fescue greens and putting. Okay. So that's good. I was right in my hunch that, he, that it looks like he's going to be paired with DJ a lot this week. That's a, I, I think that's a really good pairing. You think it's a good pairing? Oh, yeah. I think that's I, a, I, I, I think that's a real good pairing. Yeah, I do too. So the fact that my hunch is right on that, I think Morikawa might end up being like that breakout star. So I took him a nine to one for good value for I like top it. US I, score. I like well, it. Well, I had a couple options with him. I could just do like, all right, I could try nicely. All right, he's top rookie, but he's competing with Xander and Shoffley in that category. So if he wins that one, anyways. Then probably the only contender for top U.S. score is probably JT. JT I just yeah. took him in nine to one then because he would end up being Xander and Shoffley anyways for the rookie. So I took the higher payout with trying to get it, you know, yeah. just get him basically isolating. It's probably JT. I'm fine with it. There we go. Uh, as far are as you that confident in fucking JT of being the highest point score? He's gonna play five matches. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't. The fact, I mean, that I think that's the one you got to be because. I know he's playing all five and that's the, that's the gambit. So, 
Um, as far as top overall captain's picks, I'm with you. Uh, well, it's not the same bet, but I, I had Finau seven to one on top captain's pick. His competition is Xander, Spieth, Berger, Harris, England, and Scheffler. I think the only competition to uh, Finau in that group is going to be Spieth and Xander. Spieth, I don't know. You, so, you, you, sour, you soured me on Spieth. So the thing with Spieth is, so he's never won a Sunday singles match. Really? He's never really been close. He lost in 14, he lost in 14, 16, and 18. He, and he's been waxed in those two. It hasn't even been close. So if I don't really have much faith that Speed's going to get a point on Sunday, that's not good. So then my next option would just go Xander plus 350 for top yeah. rookie. And then I, I think he's going to play at least four matches. I think him and Cantley are going to be a really good team. And then he just has to be Berger, who I think is only played three times. Scheffler might play only two times. English may play only two or three times. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's Finau and Xander for top overall captain's pick. Okay. For uh, you know the U.S. So All right. I like it. All right, and then those are my yellow How about any European ones? What do you got? So uh, for top European scorer, I got Casey at ten to one. Okay, like he's sneaky. He's I think he's definitely playing four with that team. Oh, he has to play four. Yeah, he, he has to play four. He has to because there's no one really. Else okay, fine. I was like, wait, we mean have to? Like, uh, no, 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 I, I, I think Europe has to play in four times. Oh, that's what I mean. Right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. okay, right. Okay. <laughs> and then, so this one I haven't put down yet because the odds are so short. And it's Rom plus three fifty. I'm like, nah. So I think I'm probably just gonna stick with Casey at ten to one. Um, okay. And then for top English guy, I got Poulter at five to one. Such in the bag. You're such a bad guy. Don't why? Why, why am I a bad guy? Like I think he's because a, you know if he starts doing things and you're gonna go nervous and anxious that your big U.S. bet's gonna crumble. I I don't like that at all. Ever. I think that's bad mojo. Think so? Well, it's too late. Money. Money. I know money's, money's out the door. <laughs> money's late. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, do I have any other? Uh, no, that's the only European bets I got. Okay. All right. I have uh I have two. So top European captain's pick, it's it's I it's between Sergio, Shane Lowry, and Poulter. And I know you're in the bag for Poulter. I don't think Poulter's playing more than three matches. So okay. that's probably out for me. And I think Poulter's gonna be isolated in foursomes too. Yeah, but Poulter can win his matchups. I know he can win, but I I I'm trying to play the odds of guys who I think are gonna play the most. Okay. He's out. We had a brief conversation about Lowry. Yeah. I have a feeling that's going to be the popular play on this one. Okay. So I'm out on that. I think Harrington's going to lean a lot on Sergio this week. I yeah. think they're going to, they're really analytical. And if they're looking at the same shit that I do, they're going to look and say, okay, ball striking really matters at this golf course, a perch play, uh, you know, off the tee play. I mean, there's not many better players combined in this field than Sergio, at least this year. I think he's going to be an asset in foursomes, he's going to be an asset in four ball. And it sounds like, you know, it sounds like he might get paired with Rom, which I want to hitch my wagon to that. It sounds like he might get a Sergio Rory matchup or pairing. I want to hitch my wagon to that, too. And then he's lights out on Sunday singles. So at plus 150, that's my top European captain's pick. I think he plays at least four times, and I think he ends up being one of the better players on the team. I, I, I like and if you look back at all the Ryder Cups, I think he's had at least two points in every Ryder Cup since like 2008. So there's a pretty okay. safe floor with him. Okay. All right. And then top European rookie, kind of along the same vein. It sounds like 
Hovland and Rory might be a thing this weekend too. So again, I want to hitch my wagon to Rory and like, I I think Hovland's going to have to play four or five times if they want to do well. So just playing with the volume, I think Hovland minus one thirty just taking a chalk there for top European rookies to play to go. Um, Yeah, I, I, it's not going to be Bern Wiesberger. I think he's only going to play twice. Uh, And then Lowry, I, I know it's going to come down to matchups with him, who he's paired with. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just, I'm not feeling it. So okay. I'll take chalk with Hobble and minus 130. All right. All right. How about matchup props? So got? I got, I got two, but I think I want more. So that's why I want you to help. <laughs> walk me okay. through. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to be much help with that. I only have one. Uh, okay. So um, I'll save the one that you're going to hate till last. So I got, can't lay over speed minus 110. I don't hate that. Yeah, you soured me on him the more that I did a little digging. I was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Like, okay. and then uh, I got Bryson over Rom to show how all in I am with the USA, baby. I am putting my money on Bryson against my boy plus one forty. How Let's mad? Go. How mad are you? When they trot him out, alternate shot, first group, and you're like, yeah, let's go. I was right. And he blasts one 50 <laughs> yards left into a giant waste bunker, and they bogey the hole and lose immediately. How mad like, are you going to be? In- I, don't like, I don't like the juju you're putting in the air, sir. Uh, that's not going to happen. He's going to stripe one down the middle and leave his playing partner a nice little tidy wedge in, and he's going to putt it for birdie from three feet. Let's fucking go. All right. Okay. And then they're going to half the hole when Victor <laughs> Hovland stuffs a wedge to two feet and Sergio cleans up for birdie too. That's fine. Listen, I, I, I'm not liking this. I don't, I don't like this attitude. I, t- I, I, I said before the show, I'm going to do a rant at the end of the show and I've requested my co-host go on mute so I can rant uninterrupted. And I don't think he's going to like what I have to say. So, the, the no promises. No uh, all right. Do you have any other matchups or you don't? Nah, that's it. I just got to Okay. All right. I mean, the only one, I didn't have many options on my book for it, but, uh, or many good ones. I didn't really love some of the pairings. I didn't love some of them. But I got, I got GT minus 125 or speed. Again, it comes down to the fact that I know they're going to be paired together. And if they end up getting breaking up, it's probably going to be because of speed and speed's going to be one to get sat down. So it yeah. ain't going to be JT. No. And then, like I just mentioned, Spieth has not won a single Sunday match in any of his Ryder Cups. I think so GT. Crazy to- I know he's kind of, he hasn't been close either. I think he got waxed in sixteen. He got waxed in fourteen, and then I just said he got lost five and four at Torborn Olsen in eighteen. And I, I think it'll just come down to Sunday singles. I think I have more confidence in JT. That's why I'll pay minus one twenty five over him. But that's it, though. I I I was more focused on. Top scores over on our points. The matchup stuff, I didn't have much of a feel on just because I don't know exactly how many they're going to be played with. They might be paired together too, and then it comes out Sunday single. I don't really love that. So, okay. So, all right. Well, listen, before we jump into any of the bets, man, listen, PicksWise is the number one app for sports betting picks, helmed by a team of trend watching, data devouring sports fanatics, giving you the who, how, and why behind every prediction for every game, every day, and every sport. Loaded with best bets, props, and parlays, you can find in-depth analysis on every game, all for free. Found found your pick? Search the latest sportsbook promotions to sign up an account, compare the odds, and finally go place your bet. Download the free PicksWise app now to make your next bet better. PicksWise backs responsible gambling. So if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
And uh, listen, if uh, you don't have a gambling problem, you know, you can still go to prize picks. Turn your picks into real cash with prize picks, my favorite daily fantasy app. It's fast and it's easy and it all starts with prize picks. Simply pick two to five players and decide if they will go over or under their stat projection. The more players you pick, the more you can win. Up to 10 times your money. Prize picks is the only way I play. Get Use promo code SGP to receive up to a or 100% deposit match for up to 100 bucks. That's prize picks, promo code SGP. I almost wrong, Greg, you did it. I almost yeah, did it. Yeah, by, by, by the way, if you have a gambling problem, you should probably not listen to us. We are not helping your cause, okay? Stop yeah. trying to live vicariously through us. It's not going to help you get better. Exactly. You're just going to you're just gonna slip back into it, and you're going to lose lose the house, lose the wife. You're going to be the divorced dad with the apartment, with the sad with the sad couch. Let's not do that, guys. Yeah, yeah just turn it off and go listen to I don't know, like cereal or something. Cereal? What the fuck is that? Oh, it's it's like that uh, NPR uh, podcast. Oh, I know that one. Yeah, it's yeah. The, the murder, the murder one. Yeah, yeah, the kid who uh, choked out his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah I think I watched something on that. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. All right, let's go back to lighter things. Like uh, <laughs> All right. So, how about tournament props? Like, like, like day one scores, like winning, like. Uh, like uh, not winning margins, but like, oh. like I don't know, like oh, biggest sir. blowout match, stuff like that. Don't don't say no. I definitely have winning margin. Um, the uh, I actually don't have a lot of these. I was I, like I said, I want I want the AOG out on some of these. So um, I know we're both on um, the four ball day one and two, right? So yeah, yeah, you can get on day one and two. Yeah, uh, I got plus one fifteen on both of them. Okay, all right. I I mean I think you're guaranteed to come out ahead. So on, at least on that. You with the fucking mushin tonight. What are you no, doing? No, I no. Okay. Well, do you want to give you some stats on the four no, ball? No, I well, yes. I that's why I bet it. You already gave me the stats, but I don't like you throwing the word guaranteed around. All right. I'm very skittish right, tonight. Why don't, I, why don't I give you some stats about USA dominance in four balls yeah, since two thousand eight? Let's go. All right. All right. Since two thousand eight, the United States is seven three and two four ball in four ball format, and they're even better on day one. They're five and one on day one in four ball. So listen, I mean, the knock on the U S is that they're selfish and only out for themselves. They're not a very good team player. Well, in four ball, it doesn't really matter. You're just playing your own ball. Anyways, it's all about just getting the lowest score. So yeah, that's why the U S typically is very good in four ball formats, and especially over like when they play at home, like they tend to usually crush the four ball here. So, uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, I mean, if you're only going to pick one, I think day one is the option, but if you want to go for glory and pick both, yeah, especially if you're getting plus 115. I mean, yeah. even if it just goes one and one, you're right. out ahead a little bit. So, yeah, I, I like I like both those. And then uh, I have uh, the winning score for uh, day one. Uh, three, three and one, baby. Plus 350. Let's go. Oh, for four ball? Yeah, for four ball. Okay. Three and one, plus 350. Get a I can, see, I can see that. I mean, I don't like betting those because I don't really know like what the pairings are going to be or anything these like that. The, yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, whatever. I like, these, these are obviously small. Like, dude, like some of these other ones are football bets, right? With the <laughs> with the fucking with the with the juice and, and the the small return. Like these ones are like yeah, whatever. Like little pizza bets, like we always talk about. So okay, all right. Uh, so anything else or you also uh, got that? Oh, I, I have the overall correct score. You want to say that? To the we'll end? say that's the end. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I'm looking at my beautiful mind sheet here because I left. I left my fucking sheet at work and I uh, didn't get home till 8:45. So as I'm driving home, I was like, "Oh fuck, I left it." So I texted somebody and I was like, "Hey, go take a picture of my golf gambling sheet on my desk and send it to me, please." So I had to transpose it all when I fucking got home. Nice. Uh, yep. Okay. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay. All right. I only have one more. Um, so along the same veins, it was 
you know, USA dominates four ball, Europe dominates foursomes. I mean, again, this is a similar line of thinking is that Europe is much better with the team formats. You have to have much more tactical and analytical decisions with developing really good parents. And the, the Europe is just a lot better at that. Um, since 2004, what do you think Europe's record is in foursomes since 2004? There's been 14 sessions. What I think America's has been? No, Europe's since 2004. There's 14 sessions. 10 and 4. 11, 2 and 1. Ew, They've fucking crushed us. Yeah, that's great. And there's only been one year since 2004 they actually failed to win at least one of the foursomes outright. And that was in 2012 when they lost, I think, the opening one. And then they tied on uh, Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. So, so if you bet both day one and two on Europe to win, that's plus 185 each. Not doing you're, it. You're probably coming out on top at, at worst. Not doing it. Okay, I know you can't do it, but this is for I'm throwing a bone to all the people who want to bet Europe and want to have European successful props. Gross. I'm willing to concede that one. They, they can they can they can turn this fucking podcast off right now. Okay. They can come I'm back willing to week. concede that Europe will probably win a foursomes match. And considering both is plus 185, that's fine with me. We're not going to lose anything. America. Jesus, you, t- you think I'm a mush? <laughs> yeah, but I clearly know that's not. The was case. there an option for twenty-eight to nothing? <laughs> there was as it the was winning pretty, score. It was a pretty big fucking payoff. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't take it though. Didn't take it. Didn't even do. Uh, was it, it? There's line Polly's, value because Polly's. you think it should be even odds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not exactly. hundred to one. Exactly. I didn't even do a uh, what is it? Paulie's pocket change parlay or whatever. <laughs> whatever random crazy shit he throws out. Um, yeah. So all right. So that's it for that, huh? All right. Why don't we do uh, another ad read, and then we'll get to the main part of the show. Yes, I'm sure people are clueless on who I'm picking. But yeah, <laughs> well, listen, uh, after years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by the big wireless providers, if you've learned anything, is that there's always a catch. So when I first heard that Mint Mobile offers a premium wireless service, that stats at just 15 bucks a month, I thought, what's the catch? But after speaking with them and using their service, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. By cutting out the retail stores, there's no crazy overhead costs that get passed down to you in the form of mystery fees. Instead, Mint just passes on the sweet, sweet savings directly to you. For people looking for extra savings, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. All plans come with unlimited talk, text, and high-speed data delivered to you on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contests. And if you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with their seven-day money-back guarantee. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. So to go get your new service plan for just 15 bucks a month and get it shipped to your door free, go to mintmobile.com slash sports SGP. That's mintmobile.com slash sports SGP. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash sports SGP. All right. Who lifts the cup? Why don't we get your Make America Great Again spiel out of the way? And why don't you go first with uh, why the U.S. is going to win and why you've emptied your entire bank account? <laughs> listen, I think we're going to win because, listen, the talent is going to play out. That This is a one of the – I can't think of a weaker European team. I really can't. Like oh, I, oh I, I can. That 2016 team was awful. <laughs> Fine, whatever. That was really bad. That 2018 was also bad. 2008 was a fucking really long time ago, Steve. I know, but they got blown out. That was a bad team. 
That's fine. Listen, it's very top heavy. We're at home. We're going to have the course set up the way we want. We got fans back. I don't give a fuck if they're 12 feet off the course or not. America's been waiting for this shit. Like, think about Phil winning that shit. And the, the chills. I didn't even have the, – the fans are going to be fucking nuts, dude. We got the better players. The whole new ball game, fresh blood. We're going to start our run of dominance now. We're going to win here, and then we're going to win in 2022 over in fucking Europe with the same team. Let's fucking go. Do you know where it is in 2022? Uh, is it Portrush? No. Damn. It's in Italy. Yeah. Cool. That'll be a fun trip. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought you'd have a little better uh, reaction about that. I just don't know. I'm like, I, I can't even think of a fucking golf course in Italy. Okay. All right. Well, it's in Rome. All right. Now. I've been to Italy. Oh, okay. Very good. All right. Now it's time for uh, you to go on mute. Because I'm going to talk for a while. I thought you. I thought this, that this was. Oh, this is the closing remarks. This is the closing remark. No, I should have done another. Ad, how about? I should, how about? I should, I should have done another ad read, sir. The closing homily, if I could. Uh, Ooh, okay. Take me to church. Court, the gospel according to Steve Sherman. All right, take me to church, Steve. Take me. To church. Okay. All right. So, as I have talked about a lot, or I talked about a lot on Monday, there's three groups of people who bet on the Ryder Cup. You got the USA fans. You got the European fans. You got everyone else. Then. And we've already said out loud, or you know, we've talked at length that if you're a U.S. fan or a European fan, you bet the flag. It doesn't matter if you think it's a bad bet. You don't. It doesn't matter if you think the odds are bad. I have been there. I have tried to juggle both, and it doesn't work. You cannot divorce yourself from your head and your heart, or your financial backings, or your rooting interests. Don't do it. Have a clear conscience. Make your donation, and then just sit back and enjoy the bet. If you're if you really want to try and actually make money, there are plenty of ways we outlined uh, tonight that you can bet on that don't really have anything to do with how the Ryder Cup actually ends. You can sit back and enjoy it that way. But this monologue is for that third group. You know, the people maybe if you're listening in Germany or you're just a degenerate gambler who just wants to end up winning money. You don't really care about the outcome of this. You just don't really watch all golf all that much. You just want to make money. You have just want to send a gamble on. You want to actually make the right decision. So if you're in that third group, listen, it, despite what my co-host says, there's a lot of difficult decisions that come into play this week. There's a lot of factors. So first, like my co-host has said, United States has a definitive edge in talent. That's what everybody is saying. And it's a golf course that fits their style. You know, they are, they're a highly decorated team. They got a lot of elite players in their prime. You know, there's a lot of characteristics about whistling straights that match the American strengths. On the other hand, Europe should not be two to one underdog. This is a really bad line. I mean, back in 2016, which was a much worse European team than this one is, they were only plus 130 underdogs to the Americans. You know, there's a lot of solid guys on Europe right now. They, and as we talked about a lot over the last couple of days, they do such a better job running the team than they do. Like they are the New England Patriots and we are the Dallas Cowboys. We're Mike McCarthy settling for field goals and laying too much time on the clock. Europeans are Bill Belichick smirking across the field and playing how to just exploit our buffoonery. So listen, if you are someone who buys into the argument that there's line value on Europe because of all the stuff that I've talked about, you know, the fact that Europe has just dominated us for this entire millennium. I understand, but here's the problem with that perspective that I have. This is not like betting a football game for line value. It's it's it, with football. If you look at a, a, a point spread, yeah, you can see that you, it's too high or too low. You can bet it that way, but this is betting who is actually going to win this thing. And before you click bet on your computer or mobile app or whatever, you actually have to believe that that team is going to win. 
So I thought that the public perception this week was going to be, well, yeah, the U.S. is going to win. Like, we're going to get revenge for 2018. As my co-host said at the top of the show, and kind of the vibe I'm getting just seeing everything else, there's a pretty significant groundswell for Europe this week. And I think the perception is that Europe is a sharp play. There's line value, but the perception that we are just undervaluing the European talent, that there's not as big of an advantage at whistling straights uh, for the Americans that people think. The United States isn't clicking on all cylinders because of injuries and drama and just form coming in and that the Europeans are just going to embarrass us like they did every other time. And, you know, I understand this line of thought because this was me in 2016. I looked at the the Americans in 2016 and said, I don't buy for a second the fact that these guys are more talented. They're dysfunctional and the Europeans are a well-oiled machine. You know, at the end of the day, it's golf and it's match play. Anything can happen. Yeah, there's some warts on the Euro side, but yeah, they're just going to figure it out. Don't worry about it. That's the exact same arguments for people that are saying, yeah, there's line value to bet it. Well, how did that work out in 2016 for anybody who thought that way? Europeans got drummed. And then if you're an American guy who did that, you couldn't even enjoy the party that ensued afterwards because <laughs> you, you bet it wrong. So I think there is a collective PS, PTSD from what happened in 2018 because a lot of people that are making the arguments for America this week we're saying that, yeah, they're too talented to lose. But that was a completely misguided notion. As I said back in 2018, I, Europe had a really good team in 2018, a lot better than people gave them credit for. That was an undervalued team. You had Justin Rose that just won the FedEx Cup. Roy played great all year. You had Rob as an emerging force. Molinar was the best player on the planet for about six months. And a lot of their other role players were coming in hot. And not only were all of them very familiar with a golf national, it was tailor-made for them. So the United States walk into an ambush. That's the real reason they lost in 18. It wasn't because DJ and Brooks got in a fist fight. It's not because Patrick caused a lot of drama. That was set up for them to fail. So if you're a European backer, Let's get back to this Ryder Cup. I, I have to deliver some sobering reality to you. Yeah, yeah, I will admit the Americans have their share of problems. You know, Morikawa hasn't been very good coming in. Neither has uh, Kapka. You know, you got the Bryson drama, all the, all these things. But Europeans got a lot of problems, too. Let's push back on the narrative that, yeah, like maybe the, the Europeans are undervalued because <laughs> it ain't all that great. So a lot like that 2016 team that was really flawed, Europe is very top-heavy. You got Rom, who's no question. He's the best player on both sides. He's more than capable of carrying the Europeans over five matches. Their second best player is Rory. And, yeah, we've seen a lot of magic from Rory. You know, we think back to 2016, all that swagger and bravado. And a losing effort, by the way. He, and he's still a tremendously talented player. But he has not been the killer that we know Rory as. That Like, we, like we know when Rory is peak Rory. And for the last 18 months or so, we're not seeing peak Rory. And if Europe really wants to win, they need that killer. And when's the last time we saw him? Now you go to the third best player, and that's when things start to get a little dicey. The third best player is Victor Hovland, which, hey, he's a talented player, but he's a rookie. That's a lot of pressure to put on a rookie in a hostile environment. And then their fourth best player is Paul Casey. Like, that's the fourth. That's the guy who's played the like, I guess the fourth best of anyone this year. Like, and that's just stop you dead in your tracks and just, just listen to yourself. Paul Casey is the fourth best player on Europe. As far as the rest of the automatic picks, like they're really sketchy. You got Matthew Fitzpatrick, who's not a good course fit for here. And he hasn't played well since the July Scottish open. Terrell Hatton hasn't played good since June. And he's his own worst enemy. Things go wrong. Lee Westwood is 48. He hasn't been good since March. 
if he didn't get the automatic pick, he wouldn't even be here. He'd be a captain's, he'd be an assistant captain right now. Yeah, Tommy Fleetwood, he's been a little better lately, but he's nowhere near the danger he was in 2018. I mean, he got Bern Wiesmer, who I think is an underrated player, but he's never been able to translate success he had over the European tour over the United States. And you know, and then as far as the, the captain's pick, yeah, there's some splashy names. You got Sergio, you got Poulter, they're legendary Radica, you know, guys. You got Shane Lowry. Everybody is very fond of the fact that he won in 2019. I think he's a, a gambling darling, and people tend to go to bat for Lowry a lot just because you know a lot of people cash for that. But let's be real. Those guys are not on the team because they're in poor performance in 2021. They're here because there weren't any other good options for Europe. They didn't knock down the door and force Harrington's hand to leave another deserving player at home. Like, yeah, guys like Robert McIntyre, who you and I both went to bat for, Victor Perez, Guido Migliazzi, Thomas Dominici, all those guys had opportunities to actually get a captain's spot, and none of them could do it. None of them proved their worth. So then he was just left with Lowry, Garcia, and Poulter as just default picks. And if you look at what they did in 2021, they're not all that great. It's pretty pedestrian. So as far as this perception that Europe's talent is undervalued, I disagree. I think this is actually one of the weaker teams. It's not the weakest team I've seen. It ain't great, though. Here's another thing I think people aren't mentioning. Who is making putts on Europe? You know, it, sure, you got Poulter, you got Fitzpatrick. They're the best players in the field. Rom is a good putter. Flea was a good putter. But other than that, though, I mean, Lowry, Casey, Garcia, Westwood, and Wiesberg, they're all big liabilities on the green. Hatton has been ice cold with a putter. He hasn't been able to get anything going since June. Rory and Halvin are really inconsistent with their putters. And the first time I can remember, I think the Americans have better putters overall. Like, I think about all the nightmares I have seen with Europe just beating the brains in with the Americans. It's because they make a lot of putts. They, like end up draining that 15-footer to have the hole when we think we got a, we got one in. Or, you know, they do what it takes by hitting a lot of putts to win a match or something like that. You know, that's a big issue with all the ball striking deficiencies they have, the fact they're not a good course, but the fact that they can't really make a whole lot of putts as a team, that's an issue too. Let's also talk about the perception that Europe has a home field advantage or has a big edge over the Americans, that they dominate them. Well, you know, over in Europe, that's true. But in the in the United States, we've done pretty well over here in the last few Ryder Cups. We trounced them at Valhalla. You know, we beat their brains in in Hazeltine. And then 2012 for the Miracle Medina, it took 80 different things that had to happen in order for Europe to actually win that event. And if we had to play Sunday singles again 10 times with the U.S. leading 10 to 6, they're probably winning nine of them. So if that just goes our way, we're talking about the U.S. and Europe splitting, you know, basically trading wins at each Ryder Cup on each of their home soils since 2006. That sounds a whole lot better than the fact that Europe has won four last five. So, you know, I mean, the United States definitely has a home field advantage this year. You know, like Whistling Straits is a quote unquote Irish links course. There's not much links to it. It's slow. It's soft. It's way more of an aerial game than like, a, you know, the ground game it takes to play well in a true links course. You know, there's a lot of holes out there. There are driver short iron, there are driver long iron. That is right in the American's wheelhouse. It's not really in the wheelhouse of the Europeans. I think the only way that the Europeans really saw a chance to love the playing field is if it got windy. It does not look like the wind is really going to come down. Knock on, knock on wood. I hope it stays away, but I don't think it's going to be much of a factor. And if that's the case, the Americans just tend to do better in those conditions. You know, I mean, if you want to point to the inexperience as a reason why you want to go with the Europeans because the Americans have six rookies, well, I think that might be a strength. You know, they don't have any scar tissue. You know, they're coming fresh. They got fire. And, I mean, two of those rookies had to be shuffling. Can't like, well, they both played really well at that President's Cup. I mean, yeah, like we poo-poo as a President's Cup, but that was a hotly contested one in 2019. That was really close. That was a grind. 
And those two and Tiger were carrying the U.S. for three days, you know, before they finally ride the ship on Sunday. Like, I think that experience is going to pay off for them. The fact that they had to actually, like, play in a pressure pack situation to lead a comeback. I think it's going to help this week. And then the last hurdle, listen, you might be looking at this and say, all right, well, I don't want to pay a lot of juice by betting the Americans. Well, there are a lot of options in order to lower that juice and make you feel, you know, a little more comfortable. So just parlay them with something in week three. There's a lot of really good options in week three of the NFL slate where you just parlay a big favorite to lower the juice. So let me give you a couple of examples. Yeah, the Broncos host in the Jets. You know, you take that money like with USA, that's minus 130. You got the Ravens at, the, at Detroit, you can parlay them with USA, that's minus 120. You can take the Cardinals going to Jacksonville, you know, parlay them with USA, that's minus 110. You got the Browns hosting Justin Fields and Chicago Bears. You parlay them with USA, that's minus, you know, basically one or two. Basically, you're getting even odds of that. So there's plenty of ways to lower the juice if you're not comfortable paying the minus 190 or minus 200. Or if you want to maximize the odds, maybe you do a three-teamer with that. Or you could do what my co-host did. You can try to do winning score, winning margin. I think one of my favorites there is, you know, USA uh, wins by four to six at plus 350. You can also go, you know, USA wins one to three at plus 250. If you really want to root for a curb stopping, like I think my couple was once, seven plus at plus 450. So at the end of the day, to wrap this whole homily up, you know, I, I think there's the notion that this is the last dance for Europe. That already happened in 2018. That was the one where they got the old guard together, and that was the one where it was going to be, all right, this is our swan song. But this year you got, you know, Stenson and Rose aren't here. This is probably Poulter's last Ryder Cup. This is definitely Westwood's last Ryder Cup. Casey maybe only has one left in him. Sergio has maybe two. I mean, they've already toasted their successes at Lake Golf National. When they crushed us, the sun is set on Team Europe. And regardless of how you bet this week, U.S. is taking back the Ryder Cup. And like my co-host said, like Europe does not have a very good su- succession plan. Like the talent pool coming in for them once that old guard is gone is really bad. This might be the new world order for the Ryder Cup dominance. So my pick is U.S. minus 190. I think that's the better play. I don't buy the fact that, that you should bet the line value. I think they're just going to win and you just pick the side that's going to win. Let's go, baby. Let's go. I knew that would pump it up. <laughs> For real. Yeah, a lot of good points in that, man. Yeah, listen. Uh, I don't even think I gave out the correct score. I got buy four and then buy three. You can do a two ch- a two chance. You get both of those for plus 500. Okay. All right. So so if I put a gun to your head, winning score. Yeah. What do you think it's going to be? 17-11. Wow. Let's fucking go. All buddy. right. So that's curve sound. I think six, 16 and a half to 11 and a half. But what, what is the difference? A fucking one round. One round. Get out of here with that. I, 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 th- I think the U.S. will comfortably win. Let's fucking go. Seriously, I'm fucking pumped, man. Um, got anything else, man? No, that's it. Uh, that was that was I, better than most of the sermons I've ever listened to at church, by the way. So well thank done, you. Yeah, the gospel court. I, I think I mean, like the, a lot of people just try to make the case of, yeah, just Americans are just they're talented. They're going to win. Well, I mean, there's another side of that coin, too, that you yeah. can argue that Europe is just this is a pretty weak team. Yeah, they're, they're, behind, they're really behind the eight ball. So I think a lot of things have to go really well for Europe and a lot of things have to go really poorly for the U.S. in order for them to actually win. Yep. I'm with you, baby. All right. So with that Ryder Cup week in the can. Satin Friday, we can watch uh, the U.S. and we can all uh, scream America, drink drink Budweisers and wave the flag and uh, and stomp on those uh, little girly fucking European golfers. Let's fucking go. You can find me on Twitter, Boston underscore Capper. 
uh, Twitterless Thief. All his articles are up on the Sports Gambling Podcast uh, website. Uh, you can come find him on the Slack channel, uh, where I'm sure we'll be live betting and doing all types of shit. And uh, yeah, other than that, let's go USA, baby, USA. Mm-hmm.